There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello, everybody. This is Talking Titans, the NFL Week 1 predictions against the point spread edition. I am Tommy D, sports director at the Tennessean and Tennessean.com, and you are? Eric Backrack. Who covers the Tennessee Titans for us, so he really knows more about the league than probably anybody walking the planet, <laughs> and certainly knows the outcome of the games ahead of time. Absolutely, and our record last year speaks to that. I think we were probably... Four in, in, in 12 picking the Titans game. So, <laughs> and I only had a few, a few of them, but I got most of those wrong. But let's, let's kind of dive right in. But just to start with, are you excited about the start of the season? I couldn't be more excited. And a lot of that is just how thankful I am that the preseason is over. As much as I am looking forward to the regular season, it's, it's really just getting past the preseason that is, is responsible for, for my most excitement. I don't know why this year it seemed like these games dragged more than usual. I, I think it's because of all the chatter about the preseason being too long and, and you know that really becoming a thing and all the injury avoidance in, in all these games. It really dragged, and I think we're all thankful that, that the regular season is here. Yeah, and we get real football this week uh, mm-hmm. and from, from a start on Thursday night to a doubleheader on Monday, which has been the way it's been lately. So let's dive right in on Thursday. Packers at Bears, and we are picking from the um, Vegas Insider Consensus line as it looks on Tuesday afternoon. Some of these lines may change as the week goes on, and uh, you may find a different line somewhere else, but that's that's where we got them. So you got the Bears, three-point favorites over the Packers, and I am going Bears because mm-hmm. I think their defense is enormous, and I am not buying these Packers with the coaching change i think they probably get worse from the coaching change yeah i think that's the biggest thing with the packers is is we don't know how that dynamic between aaron Rodgers and former titans offense coordinator matt lafleur as the head coach now is gonna work i think the funny thing there is that they're probably two or three years apart there's been a lot of discussion about how that just is gonna work as far as dynamic and on the other side you have the bears as you mentioned with that really really good defense i like the bears in that one yeah and matt lafleur took what 12 weeks to determine and discover that derrick henry was on his roster how long will it take him to find out aaron Rodgers can throw a football it was honestly really really surprising to see lafleur just what he did this past season get the job that he did you know i think he's he's a smart guy good coach it was surprising okay moving along to sunday we have the uh rams Minus three, three-point favorites at the Panthers, the Super Bowl runners-up. And mm-hmm. uh, I think Cam Newton's been kind of questionable this week, and I, I don't know that that played into it a lot. But this Rams team's really good. I've, I've watched them for two or three years now, especially the last two. I was a guy who had direct TV with the NFL package. And in the afternoons, I tended to watch a lot of Rams just because mm-hmm. I really like that offense. Another one you saw in the Super Bowl wasn't as dynamic, but but it will be at the beginning of this year's, and I think that's easy money uh, laying the three at Charlotte. Mm. You know, I, I, I agree. I think the Rams are really good. I think this Panthers team could be sneaky good. I mean, you know, they're not going to uh, you know, they don't. I don't think they have the ceiling that the Rams do. But number one at home, I always prefer the home teams in, in these types of situations. And I think the Panthers, obviously, a lot depends hinges upon, you know, how Cam Newton is. I think they could be okay. I think just for the Titans, that that's a game in November that you sort of look at and say, oh, you know, Panthers, that that should be a win, should be something to catapult us into the second half of the season. I think it could be a sneaky, hard game for the Titans then. I think it could be a sneaky one for the Rams right now. 
Yeah, and CMC uh, Christian McCaffrey yep. is one of the most fun players to watch. He's, in the he's league. a lot of fun. He's, he's you know if you have him on your fantasy team, you're in good shape. You can catch twelve passes in the game or, or run it between the tackles. Yeah, you it could it. pile up three hundred yards from scrimmage on any given day. A game that might not be fun to watch. Um, the Washington Redskins at Philadelphia. The Eagles are laying nine and a half yeah. in a division game. Mm-hmm. That's that was the the basis for me going with the Redskins. Me too. I, I, the Eagles are way better. Yeah, but they are. That's a huge number in the NFL, um, mm-hmm. even at home. I just don't see them cover, and I think they probably. At the end, it probably looks like they're two or three touchdowns better, but I'm just not thinking they're going to cover it. I, th- I thought the same thing. I think they're going to look better than nine and a half. But, I mean, in a division game, in, in a season opener, I, I just think nine and a half is, is a lot of points to, to pick against. An opposite kind of a division game. We have the Bills at the Jets. And and that's a little more of a slog it out type game, I think, with both of these teams, mm-hmm. neither of which have mainly are known for being – two-time victims of the Patriots every year to help uh, along with Miami right the, the, the big three bills at Jets I'm, I'm going Jets who I hear are going up tempo more this year they do have a dynamic young quarterback mm-hmm. who may be as good as the guy in Cleveland or maybe not but I think the Jets just went at home they got a really good running back uh, that yep. they picked up and I think they've got more weapons than the Bills I actually grew up a Jets fan. I, I think this could be a year that they see some progress. Obviously, with Sam Darnold, you hope he takes, takes the next step this year. I think last year wasn't wasn't perfect by any stretch, but I think there was glimpses there of, of what he could be. You pair him with Le'Veon Bell. I think that offense has a chance to be to be pretty good at home. I like them minus three. Okay, we move along. The Falcons at Vikings. Vikings a four-point favorite here at home, and uh, that's a really interesting game to it me. It is. I still think the Falcons have a lot of weapons. They certainly have Julio Jones, who is maybe the best wide out in the game, arguably the best wide out in the game, has the numbers to prove that. And, and they've managed to have a running game, even though it's kind of a revolving door of, of who's doing the running. Mm-hmm. And I think the Vikings are kind of a mess that everybody still has it in their head or contenders, but just don't play like contenders. Yeah, so last, I'm going Falcons. Last year they were a surprise you know, on, on the bad side of, of a surprise as far as what people expected and what you got. And I think the Falcons, I think having Devontae Freeman back as running back, as a guy that could, you know. For three games before he turns his ankle. Yeah, exactly. But I drafted in my fantasy league, so I'm hoping not for that. But he's a guy that, that won't necessarily be, you know, maybe a bell cow, but he's a guy that could be more reliable, you know, if he's healthy. I just like that offense so much with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Freeman, Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley, Sanu's not bad. Yeah, I think they're stacked offensively, and I think they're able to get the road win and cover the spread in Week One. Here's an interesting line in game: is uh, the Ravens, Baltimore at the Dolphins, um, Mm -hmm. minus seven. That's a big number to lay on the the road road. in the NFL. It's a, it's almost. I mean, there are some people. You give me, you give me any NFL team against any other, and give me seven points at home. If I bet that game every time that, that line comes up, I'm going to come out ahead. For sure. I, I think. But I, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm giving the seven with the Ravens. I think the rule of thumb is, is plus three for, for just being home. Right. So you factor that in into this line. Uh, the Dolphins are just a mess right now. They're just an, a mess. And, yeah, I think the Ravens, you know, we'll see what happens with the quarterback situation, with Lamar Jackson, how he progresses. But I think there's potential there. I just, you know, I, I don't think I'll, I'll – bet on the Dolphins at any point this season. And Don't they have Miss Fitzmagic? Could they, could they pull off some That's more Fitzmagic? Yeah, I mean, until proven... like 1,100 yards a game last year and then got replaced as a starter. That's what he does. He, he throws for... 
he has three unbelievable games, falls out, earns a contract, and just continues to do that until Harvard uh, boy, Harvard boy, right? I think they're not going to outsmart him. <laughs> Probably not, <laughs> but they might out talent him. Yeah, and uh, this is interesting, and, and especially to Titans fans, I think. And we're going to pick the Titans last, people, even though they are not playing in the last game, mm-hmm. but because this is talking Titans, and we want to make you wait. <laughs> so the. Uh, a lot of people's Super Bowl darlings this year. The Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. give them four points on the road to the Jaguars. Who are, are they? A team that could win the division? Are they a scrap heap team? They've they've made an investment at quarterback, mm-hmm. which some people think was bad and some people think was good. But mm-hmm. I think they needed to improve there. Yep. Nobody nobody did. disagrees that. Mm-hmm. Is Leonard Fournette ever going to have a full season and do what people think what he was drafted to do? Which mm-hmm. is kind of what Derrick Henry started doing. Last year, but Fournette really hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. You got the Chiefs giving four points, and you got the most dynamic quarterback in the league. You've got some weapons. You got a tight end who's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Their running game, they've made some moves, but we're, we're not 100% sure it's going to be what it has been. But I think the Chiefs just have way too many women. I what they had a couple of shootouts last year where they scored yeah, like the, 50 or 48 or right. whatever, and it looked like it could have been 148. Mm-hmm. And I think they've just got there too many points on the Chiefs' side for, against the Jags, who actually probably do have a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying they're going to score 50, but I think they're going to score more than four more, more than the Jaguars. It's hard to argue the against the Chiefs' talent. You know, I think that's their talent-wise, they're, they're you know tops in the league, right up there. Uh, you know, I, I think the Jaguars they have a good defense, improved at quarterback. Fournette's healthy for now. They're at home. You know, I think this division is wide open. That's that's how you have to look at it. If you're any of the teams in the AFC South, I have trouble predicting who who will be the number one team in that division. I think it literally could go any way. So the Jaguars are right there to me. I think at home, I think they could be a surprise team this year the way they were a couple years ago. I think a lot of people forget that this time last year they were a Super Bowl favorite, you know, in large part because of that defense, which, you know, for the most part is is still intact. Plus, they add Nick Foles to the mix, who we'll see how he pans out at quarterback. I, I think it could be sort of a tricky game for the Chiefs that I'll say they win, but they win by three. Yeah, and this is one of those things where, you know, it just brings up a question that tells you how much you don't do or don't know about football. If you know where Blake Bortles is today, <laughs> like what city he's in, uh-huh. you probably know more about the NFL than a lot of people. That's true. That's that's That should be the litmus test for, <laughs> you know, just NFL knowledge. So Colts at Chargers. Chargers a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. The Colts lost one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yep. And I think that's very hard to recover from in that amount of time. I think it's got to be a shockwave through that locker room and has to affect their confidence a lot and affect what they want to be and try to do on offense. I am somebody who says it's not unfair to criticize the guy for choosing to leave and making that decision for sure. when he did. If your kid quit Little League a week before the season or two weeks before the season, most parents would say that's not the way to do it. If he didn't want to play, he should have made that decision earlier, I think. And I think his teammates are feeling that right now, so I'm taking the Chargers and giving the points. I think the timing thing is is definitely fair. I I, I just think the Colts that obviously that they're missing one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but they still have a really strong roster. I think it's something that you know you think it, it's something they might not be able to you know recover from in week one, and and I could certainly see that being the case. But I, I also think it could be something they rally around. 
you know, Jacoby Brissett was just given an extension. Uh, the Chargers are without Melvin And he's Gordon. earned it, let's be fair. Yeah, he's earned it. Melvin he's earned Gordon. it by doing what? He's been sitting on the bench. Right, he's earned it by... He's earned it because they don't have anybody else to give an extension to. By Luck doing him a favor. <laughs> he, he should really give a portion of that check to Andrew Luck. Andrew's doing just fine. He got paid anyway. He did get paid anyway. I, you know, I think that move was in case he ever wants to come back. I know that move was in case he ever <laughs> wants to come back. Like next week or the week after, anytime. Yep, Jacoby, he, he's proven he could ride the bench. Chargers without Melvin Gordon for, for the time being. I yeah, think. and I, we don't know how that's going to resolve it. We so. don't. And, and the Titans were a team that last year that played the Chargers really strongly when they were without Melvin Gordon. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think the Colts. And a sneaky good quarterback there with the Chargers, too. Yeah. That, that's just really proven himself. Now, you talk about a guy who's earned it. Yeah. Borderline Hall of Famer. That, that's another debate entirely. But, yeah. you know, I, I think the Colts, the roster is pretty sound with with Andrew Luck, I think they're a Super Bowl contender. Without him, I still think they're solid. You know, they don't go from from Super Bowl contender to you know just being uh, a two and fourteen type team. I, I think they're good. I think they could surprise some people in light of the, the Andrew Luck news. And six and a half points, you know, I, I think they could cover that. Yeah, didn't the last couple of years ago Luck miss it and they went like two and fourteen? They did do that. That's that's you're not wrong. So, but they have a better team this year than they did. Granted, yeah, we'll move along. Yeah. Bengals at Seahawks, a new 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 Seahawks team, given nine and a half at home. That's a rough road trip for for most teams uh, mm-hmm. because of the distance. I just think they have a really good home field advantage with their with their fans and everything. And mm-hmm. I think it's still too big a number. I'm just not laying nine and a half because I think they're still. Usually, it takes them about four weeks before they find out what their offense is, mm-hmm. and then they decide it's like we got a really good defense. Just don't turn it over and run the ball a lot. And and Russell Wilson will occasionally you know make a play or two that wins a game. Right. But he doesn't tend to get you in a lot of shootouts. So, so you're you're going Seahawks. I am not going Seahawks. I okay. think it's too big a number. So I'm going Bengals in another game where I think the the team that wins looks like they're nine and a half better. But on the final scoreboard, they're not. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that too. This is just one of those games where Russell Wilson plus home field plus the Bengals. You know, I, I could see that being a two the Bungles a two touchdown game, and I think that's what it's going to be. So I have them. I have them in this one, even despite the nine and a half point spread. And now we got a team going the other way, all the way across the nation. The yep. San Francisco 49ers at the Tampa Bay Bucks. Bucks are a one point favorite, which means Vegas, the odds makers, think the Niners are better barely team. a better team. Yeah. But that, that swings it a little. And I think the Niners are more than barely a better team here. This is their first chance with Garoppolo after. Didn't he go down week one last year, maybe? Or? It was early. Yeah. Um, that's the guy they they made a move to build around, right? And they got they got Gave him a another big contract. another tight end who can just eat you alive. Kittle. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he got it paid this year. Skittles. So <laughs> so I am I am taking the Niners in the one point, which basically means I think they're going to win the game. Yeah, you know this is pretty much a, a pick 'em, and I I just I prefer the home team in that situation. You know, but we'll see if if the Bucks offense can be as successful as it was last year as a passing offense. You know, no Adam Humphreys, obviously, but you know, I think they could be maybe a little bit of a surprise and, and at home against a team that's flying across the country in pretty much a pick 'em game. I like the Bucks. Okay, so if there's one game you can count on on opening day in the NFL, just like you can count on the Cowboys to play on Thanksgiving, yep. you can 
count on to play the Giants in their opener. Mm-hmm. That's what we got in Dallas and Big D, or in Arlington, actually. And the Cowboys are a seven-point favorite, and I just think the Giants are awful, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm giving that seven points. They've got Saquon Barkley, number one fantasy pick. That's kind of cool. football player, but they're awful. They are awful. I do, too. I have, I have the Cowboys minus seven. Even we'll, we'll see – you know, so Zeke Elliott comes in, yeah. another holdout guy, and that could have a lot, a lot of impact on that. It could, but the Cowboys at home, I, I think, you know, they're a team that that's poised for for a good year. I think they take care of business, win by more than a touchdown this week. And in a game that was that was scheduled so that one of them would win, mm-hmm. the Lions, Detroit, going uh, to Arizona, and the Lions are a two and a half point pick against the. Uh, I don't know if Kyler Murray's starting. Is he? I don't pay attention to the Cardinals much. I assume he is. I mean, they gave away everything to get him, and that's not going to be enough. I'm, t- I'm taking the Lions and giving the two and a half. Road, road favorites, you don't see a lot. If you look down this up and down this line, mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of them in the NFL. It's just not something that, that you see a lot, but in this case, I like them. You, yeah, you, you don't. So, I mean, I think that in itself is telling. You know, I think Kyler uh, is, is reason for optimism in, in Arizona amid a lot of reasons for pessimism. You know, I, I think at home. I, I will always, if I'm on the fence about anything here, I'm leaning toward the home team every time. I can understand that. And uh, we got a, a home team that everybody's heard of here. Um, the Sunday night game, marquee matchup, mm-hmm. two, two helmet game, you know, teams right here is uh, Steelers at Patriots. New England is giving six points, and I'm taking them. Yeah, this is, this is a game where I was squarely on the fence and just took the home team despite the six-point line, which, you know, I think is, is a lot. And so I, I see – going for the Steelers in this one you know I think even without Antonio Brown Le'Veon Bell I think that offense with Big Ben James Conner Smith Schuster you know I think there's some really dynamic weapons there and it still could be a really really explosive offense but the Patriots at home I I like them minus six I can see that the Patriots seem to have have, you know they're not the dominant regular season team that they've been although the dynasty continues obviously and, and I could see Pittsburgh sneaking in there and winning this one. So we got a doubleheader on Monday night. One, one of them's more interesting than the other. Mm-hmm. I will think the Texans at the Saints because the Saints are always fun. Mm-hmm. Saints are given seven points at home. I like them. I do too. Um, you know, I think the Texans, like I was talking about earlier, I think the AFC South is wide open. I think the Texans could factor in there, you know, for, for sure. They don't have Jadavion Clowney anymore. They're starting running back Lamar Miller. He shows up about every third week, which is why they don't want him anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you know, he was a threat. Oh, he's, he's a, a fantastic he football player when he makes up his mind to play hard. And no Lamar Miller. I think you, you factor those two things in, you know, going on the road to play the Saints, you know, who just have had to sort of endure heartbreak after heartbreak the past couple of seasons. I, you know, I, that might be my Super Bowl pick this year. I really think it could be their year. I like the minus seven. I think they're going to get their hearts broken again in the playoffs. Okay, but I'm, fair enough. I'm, the recent it just seems points, to be history. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's their DNA. Mm-hmm. But I am taking them to win and, and lay in the seven mm-hmm. this week. And in the last game, the nightcap on Monday night, the Broncos at Raiders, which is a real bona fide NFL rivalry, mm-hmm. which you don't have a lot of. We hate them and they hate us, and we, we're going to get it on because we don't get along kind of thing. Right. Raiders given a point. Mm-hmm. Raiders are an interesting team mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. Yep. And they're not going to beat the Broncos. <laughs> well, so okay. I'm taking the Broncos to win straight up, and I'll take the point. Mm-hmm. So if it turned the out to be point. a tie, I would win the bet. You would win that. 
I like them for all the, the reasons you just said. I think they're really interesting. I think, you know, it's it's their last season season in Oakland, you know, so I think the fans that, that they've got are going to show up. And uh, I just think they're interesting. I think it'd be a fun story if they were decent this year, and I think they could be decent. So I like them at home. So what's going to happen in Cleveland? I guess we, we need to make our pick. We do. We need to break it down and uh, – and that will close this edition of uh, Talking Titans. So, Eric Bacharach, who's going to win and how? For the record, I'll just go ahead and say that last year, Joe Rexford, who, who did this with me, I think the two of us, I don't remember the exact number of games, but I believe just straight up we were wrong, the two of us, for either the first six or seven weeks, which is really hard to do. You know, it's hard to even, you know, guess those right, let alone guess those wrong when we're trying to be correct. So that was an impressive streak of, of just being wrong. So I just want to throw that out there before we, we state our picks. I'm saying Browns 24, Titans 20. I think the Titans cover the spread. I think the Which hype... Is at five and a half as we speak. Yeah, I, I think the hype is pretty real. You know, I, I don't think the Browns are Super Bowl contenders. I think they're certainly contenders for the AFC North. I just think their defensive front proves to be too much. I think it'll be really fun to sort of see... This Titans secondary, which is one of the better units in the league, go against Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Taewon Taylor. That'll be uh, an interesting storyline that, that plays out. I just think they're a bit too too much in those two facets for the Titans. I, I really think the big thing is the Browns' defensive front against the Titans' offensive line without Taylor Lewan. I think you're right, exactly right, except that I think it's going to be not as close as you mm, think it's okay. going to be. I'm thinking more like... 27-17 okay. Browns. Um, I just don't think this Titans team, as I see it right now, looks season ready, mm-hmm. partly but mainly because of the offensive line. Right. Now, maybe seeing Derrick Henry out there live changes so much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's that's about field position. That's about time of possession when you're playing that kind of football. That's about setting up your play-action pass. And that's also about being able to move the ball on the ground and, and you know manipulate the defense how you want to so that you may get a big play in the pass game here or there off that play action. Mm-hmm. And I'm not confident they can do that without better blocking than what I've seen and what I suspect they are. I agree. I, I think that's that's going to be the big storyline from this game. You know, I think you know as you were just talking about, I think Derrick Henry can absolutely just shift take over a game as he did in December. I just think it's going to be hard. With, with the way the offensive line is now versus that defensive front. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see if, you know, nobody really saw 238 yards uh, and four rushing touchdowns coming against the Jaguars when it did last year. So we'll see if, if Derrick Henry has some more magic up his sleeve. Okay, and, and each of us have uh, made a pick of the week. So if, if you know, this is like if uh, if you were going to lay your own money on this game, right. Eric. Um, now, you know, you, you, you know, I will say you have down here, you have the Ravens over the Dolphins. Right. The line has moved from six and a half to seven, which is significant, and, is and significant. because that's a lot of games in on a seven-point differential. Uh-huh. You sticking with that? Probably. Well, you, maybe, you really have to decide now. Okay, you know what? I'm sticking with it just because because uh, I, I felt pretty good with that at six and a half. I do hate you know locking in my pick of the week as as a road team. I just think the the Miami Dolphins are just in shambles. I you know I think the Ravens should be pretty good. That plus seven, that point five point uptick. Yeah, and that's minus about seven, it. by the way. Minus I mean, seven. You're giving seven. Yeah, yeah. 
The game, that, the when they kick off, you're behind seven to nothing. I think that point five does make a difference and makes me think for a second. Uh, but just as I look through the the games, I, you know, I don't think there's there's a, another one that jumps out. You you had the the Falcons on the road. I do. I do I've like got the road dog, mm-hmm. and I like getting the points. I, I'm not saying necessarily. Although I kind of think the Falcons will win. They can lose by a field goal, and you're still good. Mm-hmm. So. So that's mine. Again, I think they they're a hard team to cover against because of of the weapons they have, and they're not playing out in the horrible environments. So so that bodes well when you play in a dome and you play in a dome at home. I think that that can factor into it um, mm-hmm. that you're comfortable. Seventy two degrees, no wind with that those weapons. I, I just think the Falcons are they're at least going to cover, and I think they'll probably win. Mm-hmm. I could see that happening as well. So what we're going to do is we're going to add all these up and when, when the games come in and see how we do against each other. And then um, we, we have a little little wager, not a wager, just an agreement that the, uh, that the loser, the one with the worst record against the line on the course of the season, is taking the winner out to lunch. So it's, it's serious. Absolutely, it's uh-huh. serious. Yeah. So, so I laugh at your picks, quite frankly. I didn't want to tell you that, but now I am. Well, listen, here's, here's uh, a, a legitimate factor was you made the picks ahead first. of time first. And so I had I'm to, transparent. You are transparent. So I got to see your picks before I made mine, which certainly factored in to some degree. I was like, maybe I could make up or you know, get some ground. So you're already playing there. from behind is what you're doing. <laughs> I guess I am. I guess that was my <laughs> subconscious mentality. But, you know. Pick these things all the way to the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. And we've, we already have. Through the Super Bowl. Probably. We're not picking the Pro Bowl. <laughs> that, that could be an interesting tiebreaker. If, if have it a tiebreaker, we'll play the Pro Bowl. We'll pick sure. the Pro Bowl. Okay. Picking the AFC right off the bat. Okay. But, <laughs> I'm taking the points, whoever's given. <laughs> okay. So it might be the same. Well, then, then somehow we have to pick opposite. So mm-hmm. then we'll probably have to have like a total point uh, tiebreaker or something mm. so that we can't we'll have to go back it, it would be stressful let's yeah. let's hope it doesn't come to that anyway um if you are interested in uh keeping up with us uh you can subscribe to the talking titans podcast at uh itunes and anywhere else that you find your favorite podcast and if you would uh we encourage you to subscribe to tennessean.com so you can follow all of our um coverage of the titans and of the nfl as we go through the season and uh, we'll be doing this each and every week so please stay tuned to talking titans talking titans hosts each thursday at tennessean.com you can also subscribe to talking titans for free on apple podcasts and google play i'm sean king talking titans is a production of the tennessean 